Welcome, friends and sadists. Picking up on a cliffhanger from last episode, the uh, the Outlanders are not looking great, but let's get into it. My name is Brian, the creator and producer of this podcast, and I play Basil Quark, the very nervous elf who's, uh, well, you'll see very soon. <laughs> I'm Camille. Uh, my character is Pebble Six, and I'm down. But hopefully not for long. We will see what happens. My name's Jake. I play Cork Grizzly. I'm uh, hanging in there, as it were. Staying alive. Staying alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we can hope for. (laughs) I am Joe. I play the Dragonborn player Borcoro. And I am seriously running out of arrows, guys. Great. I am Alex. I am your... Dungeon Master and Tour Guide through this wonderful land of Barovia. Let's see as you continue to face off the horrors of the Stolich Woods. So, where we left off, it was one night until the Festival of the Blazing Sun. An overheard conversation amongst off-duty guards informs you that multiple servants have gone missing from the Burgermaster's mansion. Fearing for Irina's safety, you attempt to infiltrate the manor, seizing an opportunity when the guards are distracted by a monster Lurking on the high street, this monster is eventually revealed to be Rictavio's tame tiger, one of his carnival's animal acts. In the manor's attic, you meet Baronet Victor Velikovich, the Baron's sickly rodent-faced son, who considers himself a powerful mage and has made for himself a makeshift wizard's laboratory. He has been trying to craft a teleportation circle with the hopes of escaping the land, but the spell has killed both of his experimental subjects, two of the household servants. He denies hurting Irina, who was later found bound and gagged in a room surrounded by seemingly hundreds of dolls, all bearing her likeness. From her story, you suspect that her abductor was in fact Isaac Strasny. Irina, eager to get away from the manor, goes to hide out at the Church of St. Andrew while you attend the Festival of the Blazing Sun. The festival comes to a chaotic end when the town square is invaded by six of Strahd's vampire thralls. The townsfolk scatter while you attempt to drive off the vampires with the help of Isaac Strasny, Rectavio the Clown, and Father Petrovich. His sun disc glows like a brand as ghostly forms marred with decay emerge from the swirling mist and rain. Despite their corpse-like appearance, they are undeniably of noble bearing. Do you recognize these spirits who stand guard about me? Petrovich shouts into the wind. Do you know them, devils? These are the generations of my family whose souls you have imprisoned in this land. But you have no power to compel them now to stand aside. And very, very lucky for Pebble, you now have the ghostly ancestors of Father Petrovich forming a protective radiant circle around you. So that's something. I'll be honest, I don't really know what that does for us. Yeah. But it, so- it sounds like it's good. I want to be in that circle. <laughs> And that was Father Petrovich's turn. Even if I don't really know what uh, this ghost circle does, big fan of Father P's speech, though. That that feels that feels like it's the tide's turning. Mm. And then Rictavio. Rictavio is right In the there. ghost circle. He is in the ghost circle, along with vampire number two. Which one is that? Who was the one who was already covered in, in blistered scars? Oh, super gross. Which now seem to be eking open again. He... Manages to hit with his needle-like blade. Does it seem like his his blade is doing damage to these vampires? So I know we had some we had some trouble with whether or not uh, <laughs> our mundane weapons were actually doing anything. Um, that's a good question. He is, but yeah, it looks like 
you know, you, you've seen some evidence that maybe Rictavio has a little magic up his sleeve too, you know? And so, yeah, wielding his sword, or maybe it has to do with the circle now, which has clearly affected this vampire profoundly, he actually manages to drop it. So with two quick slashes of his long blade, vampire number two falls to the ground. Oh, shit. Up. All right. Rictavio for the Let's win. Let's go, Rictavio. Woo. You can always count on clowns. I've always said this. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is officially a pro-clown podcast. <laughs> 100%. We talk about Rictavio as a clown. Is he in, like, full clown makeup when he's out doing stuff? Or is it... I don't think of him as a circus clown. I kind of think of him as looking a lot like John Hurd and Jim Henson's The Storyteller. If you have not seen it, go ahead and Google image that real quick. I feel like that's kind of more of what a what a clown looks like in Barovia. That's fair. That's honestly less terrifying, which is usually not how things in Barovia go. So I'll take it. <laughs> but I, I don't know why. That's just the image that I have in my mind. I mean, the voice you do for that definitely fits John Hurt. I see it. All right. <clears throat> okay. Isaac looks out. He manages to break out of the tattooed vampire's death grip and manages to slink away, avoiding an attack of opportunity. And he runs to hide out in the circle of comparative safety. I don't recall inviting him into our circle of comparative safety. I would love for there to be a spell called circle of comparative safety. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty low level. But, um... Depending on how the rest of this fight goes, good chance that's this episode's title. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I love it. Okay, the moment that we have been anxiously waiting for. Pebble. I'm death saving. There's only one thing I can do. That is a fail. Ooh. But there's only one fail. That was, I think I just went down, so. There's only um, one thing I can do. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Die slowly. Yes, that is all. All right, if that's the case, then Cork, you are still standing in front of the huge six and a half foot tall, 350 pound vampire thrall who sees the radiantly glowing ghosts of the Petrovich ancestors behind him. And this is definitely uh, causing some concern. So we're not gonna stop him from trying to swipe at you. Ooh, shit, and that is a critical hit. <gasps> oh, oh, no. Um, luckily, he was just trying to grab you so that now he can use the second attack to bite you. Oh my gosh. Luckily, the vampire gets to drain your blood. <laughs> so, he gets you, he bites you in your neck for three piercing damage. Okay. And then you take an additional 10 necrotic damage. Your hit point max is reduced by 10. Oh, mm, that's that's no good. I realize this is what slowed down the tide of battle is you guys are spending so much time just trying to shake off these grapples. Cork's a strong boy, though. He can handle this. Borcoro. All right, so Borcoro wants to get to the circle of comparative safety, but he can't leave his boy Cork out there. So Please I, don't. <laughs> I want to circle around to this side of the vampire in the hopes that his back is turned to me. And then I'm unleashing my breath weapon. Ooh. 13 dex saving throw. Let's hope this big 350 pound vampire is not too uh, swift on his feet. <laughs> I'll tabletop him. I'll get down. You push. He um, passes that dexterity save. Does he at least take half damage? Yeah, no, he takes half damage, which is unfortunately only three. Okay, well, you know what I am going to say, though? Even though it was only a little bit of damage, um, 
between the light and the fire, that's all going to give Pork advantage on his check to break that grapple if he, if that's what, in fact, he's going to try to do. It did cross my mind <laughs> to, to escape the grasp. Oh, and, and it's it's your turn, so if you want to... Oh, it's my turn right now. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, try to break this grapple. So is that a strength saving? Yeah. Athletics, maybe? Uh, yeah, sure, make it athletics. Why not? Yeah. That is a 23. You are out. Yes. Hey. Nice. Big has dropped you. Amazing. Was that my action or can I still attack? Um, I think we've been playing it as that's your action. Yeah, we? yeah. Yeah, I think so. So um, I don't think you can attack. If you want to risk an attack of opportunity, though, you can try to, to run. Uh, no, I'm just going to I'm gonna stay planted, I think. No problem. Four and five are quite curious about what's going on. They're at least going to move up. And then we're back to Basil. All right. Well, uh, it's time for uh, Basil to do his substitute healer shtick. Uh, not his best feature, but let's see what a uh, little cure wounds can give for our dear friend Pebble. Thank you. You're welcome. And I will get you that as soon as I remember what die cure wounds uses. Yeah, I believe it's a D4. Uh, it's, a, it's a D8, actually. Oh. I got to move up and, you know, it's a like a close range thing, but uh, okay. That is eight health points. All right. Thank you. You're quite welcome. <gasps> oh, thank God I'm in the circle of comparative safety. <laughs> yes, I do feel much safer behind these ghost wall. Um, it's comparatively. Comparatively, you know, it's definitely better than outside the wall. I like I like how Pebble woke up and was like, ghost, oh my God. <laughs> I'm a cleric. I, I'm very comforted by these things. I mean, they're bright, shimmering ghosts, you know. Um, that was Basil. So, all right. Petrovich is still kneeling in his mumbled prayers, keeping these ghosts around. You know what I'm imagining? Has anybody ever seen the shitty film 13 Ghosts? Oh, no, it's way cooler than that. Oh. <laughs> these ghosts are facing out. For what that's worth to you. That makes a difference to me. I don't know why. <laughs> and then, okay, we've still got these giant ravens bumping and dogging, but they're not doing much. Um, Pebble, what's your passive insight? Passive insight is 18, Chief Noticer. Right, right. So that's good enough that when you when you come out of your, your unconscious days, you see Rictavio looking at you, and you just kind of instinctively understand that his look is communicating, do you need more healing? Ah, uh, and I give him a little nod. All right. So he comes running over to you and holds aloft what he's pulled from the many voluptuous folds of his cloak, sort of like a little bladder thing, which in his hands he just kind of pops, releasing a salve, which then he rubs over your wounds. Ooh. For another six. Nice. Thanks, Rictavio. I like that Rictavio was giving you, like, can I heal you eyes. <laughs> Well, he, Rictavio values consent. Yeah, I appreciate that. So the heavily tattooed vampire comes running back to Isaac, who he's been fighting this whole time, and pushes his way through the guardian spirits. When he does... Ugh. Oh, shoot. Yeah, he fails that saving throw good and hard. Nice. Cool. <laughs> St still have no idea what this does, but excited by Probably the direction it's taking. Probably something bad. 
As he pushes through the spirits with their eldritch green glow, for a moment he himself is alight, as if he is himself a beacon of radiant sunlight. As soon as he pushes through, though, that light vanishes, but you can see that it has really messed him up. Um, so, so this circle of ghosts is the equivalent of, like, fire to them. Can we can we run in it like a hamster ball and just mow down? <laughs> well, it's pretty clear that it's centered on Father P, who is kneeling in prayer. He's concentrating as hard as he can to keep those ghosts in place. So I don't know if he's really going to be moving around. He could do like a crab walk. We'll be like pole bearers and like carry oh, him on a platform or something. <laughs> What, what that does mean is that we need to protect the fuck out of them. Yeah. Protect me. All right, so between the blast of ghost light and two hard and fast battle axe attacks, you know, suddenly the, the tattooed vampire is not looking so good or so happy and seems to realize, oh shit, I just ran into a terrible place. From his point of view, anyway. We are back to Pebble. All right. I'm going to slap this vampire with a sacred flame unless i can i look around and give give eyes at people to see if they need healing um <laughs> yo baby Kyle, yeah. you where you going baby i just want to heal you <laughs> oh. Tavio is in good shape again it's hard to get a read on father petrovich because he is concentrating so hard on his prayers right no i don't know about um isaac I, isaac seems okay at least okay he's fighting the fight i don't All know right. Basil, if, if, if you're trying to uh, Basil's okay for now. Yeah, I give a little wink at Basil, a little eyebrow wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome healing. Um, okay, so it seems like nobody. Basil's, wants... Basil's immediately uncomfortable. <laughs> I I give you an apologetic eyebrow wiggle. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sacred flame um, the vampire that's within the circle of comparative safety. Okay. That is a, a dex save of 16. Yeah, that is a pass. Mm. Okay. Um, and it looks like if he succeeds, then nothing, I do nothing. That's great. It's not, not ideal. No. All right. So, Cork, um, you're standing in front of the huge vampire as he's standing there growling down at you. Suddenly one of the large ravens swoops down and gives him a big old beak attack right to the dome. Yeah, to the dome. Fortunately, it looks like it's more irritated him than than hurt him, but you know, not nothing. We'll take irritation any day. Is anybody else picturing Return of the King, but with a bunch of ravens? I mean, I wasn't, but now I am. I've never seen it. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, wait, Quark's armor class is... Oh. Okay, yeah, you're grappled again. No! <laughs> Give me a break. Does he miss the bite? I think the bite auto hits if you're grappled. Yeah, the bite auto hits if you're grappled. Oh, God. This guy's strong. So that's <laughs> nine piercing damage. Nine? Nine piercing damage. God, oh, no. linebacker of a vampire. And six necrotic damage. Your hit point max is reduced by six. Oh, cork. That was uh, just enough to bring me down. No! Oh! 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 Morcoro. All right. 
Uh, I'm putting distance because I need it. Um, but I don't want to fuck around with regular arrows. I see that cork is down, so I'm going to hope that a an attack with a silver arrow will do more damage than an attack with the regular arrows has been doing. Does an 18 hit? It does. Please let the silver arrow do more. All right, that will at least do 18 damage due to my turn. Okay, so that arrow hits it right in the back, and he releases his his death bite on Cork to let out a terrible howl. Um, Cork, let's go, Cork. Let's go, Cork. Oh, that is a crit! Hey, woo! You regain consciousness just in time to see another raven. Beak him in the dome. Yes! <laughs> Beak him in the dome! Uh, here's the thing. You are still, I'm fairly certain you are grappled. You were alive and conscious, but, you know, he never dropped you. Okay, so so, I, so I'm, I have one HP. I think, I think death saves are technically the end of your turn, though, so I don't think you can do anything. Okay! You know, well, I'm still alive. <laughs> so, like, this, this, this is a positive development, but it's still not good yet. Who among us hasn't woken up in the arms of a 350-pound vampire? Vampire number four goes plowing right into Pebble. As soon as he oh, incredible. the ghost again, he lets out another howl of pain that for a moment is illuminated oh, and completely blows his saving throw. Hey, Father P coming in clutch with this circle of comparable safety. I refuse to learn what this spell's actual name is. This is That's the only thing I will ever refer to this as. Oh, and that... Ooh really messed him up. And and is he about to attack me? It looks like that was at least his intent, but completely caught him off guard. Okay. But yeah, he clearly intends to attack you. Cool. Meanwhile, number five is clearly eyeing the nearly dead cork, trying to see how this is going to play out. Oh, not quite dead yet. Um, <laughs> Basil. Okay. Uh, well, if cork's back up. They're um, making a meal of me. <laughs> like I'm not gonna run to court just yet, uh, so I'm gonna fire up the thunder gauntlet and try to hit the the vampire that just charged in. Okay. That ooh, I, that's the twenty four. I think that's gonna hit. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. Cool. Seven thunder damage on there. Okay. Uh, and as usual, whenever I punch something, the gauntlet starts flashing, and they'll have disadvantage on any attack that's not against me. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so now I'm gonna do what I do best and be as annoying to the DM as possible, and I'm going to take my free disengage with the mobile feet. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what I thought you were gonna say. That's exactly what I thought you were gonna say. Oh, we'll get there. That's the end. Of the <laughs> uh, now I'm going to take my my free disengage with the mobile feet and run across the circle of comparable safety over to Vampire Number Six uh, and try to punch him. Uh, that is a fifteen. That hits. Ooh, that is surprising. Uh, Eleven damage on this one. Wow. Same thing. Uh, both of them now have disadvantage to attack anyone but me. Uh, let's see. I've moved 20 feet. Uh, I'm going to move... Uh, I'm going to move outside the circle of comparable safety. Um, we're going to take a little gamble here. It's not nice out here. 
Uh, I'm going to run like all the way down to the bottom. Just, I don't know if it would hurt them to pass through it again, but we're going to find out. Interesting. Um, Good move. <laughs> but hey, yeah, they, either way, they've either got to break engagement and come attack me or deal with disadvantage. Um, and so, um, yeah, Basil hey. is just like panting furiously. Have I ever mentioned how much I hate the undead? As he scampers away. Rictavio is also going to power through that wall of ghosts, but instead he's going to run up to the huge vamp thrall who's still grabbing pork. And again, first blow with his sword is... Oh, shoot, I think that's a miss. Oh, come oh. on, Rick. Rictavio, <laughs> stop clowning around! <laughs> uh, that's two misses. That's no! Oh, Ricky, Ricky, buddy. Um, it's gonna be a Rick Tavi no for me, dog. Do so. Do the um. My, here's my question for for Basil. Do the two vampires in the circle. Do they know that they like? Do they understand that they're gonna have a hard time attacking anyone but you? Like what exactly? Uh, is- I don't. I mean, I don't know. If, I guess it's up to you how mechanically they understand it. But like, they are distracted by my flashing gauntlet. Like their eyes are drawn to it, which is why they would have disadvantage to attack someone else. Like a cat with a laser pointer. So yes, so Six is going to disengage and head towards... Well, no, he's not going to disengage. How does he want to do this? He's going to chance it and head towards you, giving Isaac that attack of opportunity. Oh, actually, before he does, he's got to make his saving throw because he's in the sunlight. Okay, so he passes that, so he's still going to take half damage. Let's go, Isaac. Do something useful for once. Other than, you know, torture civilians and kidnap people and make creepy dolls. And that is a miss and that is a hit. On me? No, no to the to the vampire. Oh, okay. All of a sudden this vampire is on his last legs stumbling over to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Isaac is going to sh- uh, hurl flame at his back anyway. And unfortunately that's a miss. The fireball goes just sailing right over your head out of the circle. God damn it, Isaac. I was just thinking you might be useful. <laughs> No, Father P's the goat. All of a sudden, the uh, NPCs are rolling so hot. Um, <laughs> double. Okay, so you said six is on its last legs. Six is on its last legs. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna try. We'll see if I can succeed here. So, uh, Dex save sixteen. I'm gonna sacred flame him, which is radiant damage. Pebble, pebble, yeah, pebble. Oh. Oh. Dang it! These stupid, agile vampires. This is terrible. Stupid, sexy, limber vampires. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you know? Oh, oh. Ooh. Is that, a, is that a good ooh or a bad ooh? Oh, shit. Good for him, bad for us. No. Okay, I just thought this would be cool if it worked out. I did not think I was going to roll high enough for it to, but it did. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Let's see what gets hit. Cork. No, I knew no. <laughs> I freaking knew it. <laughs> I think you're going to like this. Okay. Even as that giant gorilla vamp is holding onto you, you suddenly feel a scrape against your back as a giant raven grasps you by the shoulders and pulls you out of his grip. Whoa. Oh. Dragging you 10 feet due north. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good oop. I didn't think I was going to roll high enough to break the crap. Uh, so 
A freaking raven was able to do it. A giant raven, right? A giant raven. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, it's a weirdly big raven. <laughs> Define weirdly big. Is it bigger than Cork? Because Cork is small. No, I'm not. You're not no, Cork's small? huge. No, oh. I'm like six two. Oh. Jake is Sorry. small. Cork Pure is huge. muscle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the viewers didn't need to know that. If you're listening, <laughs> I'm actually six five. Short king. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, you're you're you move ten feet up if you want to do that. Of course, now that vampire has turned his attention to Rictavio and manages to grab and bite him. Yeah, that sounds great. Take Rictavio as tribute. So Rictavio is now having his blood sucked by a vampire. No, it's uh, okay. His his blood is made of grease paint. <laughs> Interesting, if true. Gonna gunk up the pipes in the vampire. Porcoro. There's a lot of calories in him. <laughs> Koro is going to run into the circle of comparative safety now that Cork has been pro-lifted. Um, and did it look like the silver arrow did better than the regular arrows? Or It's really hard to say. I mean, you're, you're an experienced enough archer that just because the vampire screamed like that when he was hit in the back does not necessarily mean that he was hurt so much as surprised. Okay, well, with that in mind, I'm going to focus my energy on a vampire that looks like shit to see if I can push him over the edge. So I run into the circle of comparative safety, and I'm going to fire an arrow at uh, number six. Okay. Um, but in the moment, I want there to be a moment where it looks like I'm going to shoot Basil, and he's like, whoa, no, 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 no. And then clearly I shoot number six. Well, the, in the middle of all of us, like, being very close to death, Morcoro still has time to fuck with Basil. <laughs> Untimed. You gotta, you have to do it your life. So. <laughs> Give me a roll. Uh, I mean, that's that's an unnatural 20, so I'm going to come ahead. That is 19 damage. Ooh. It's a sharpshooter feat. Yeah, this, uh, this vamp is in a super bad way. All right. Cork, I swear to God, if you go attack this vamp... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was going to run into the circle of comparative safety. Good boy! Boo. <laughs> Coward. I'm on 1 HP! <laughs> I've been getting tackled by a linebacker of a vampire turn after turn. I'm ready for the circle. Let's just see how far it is. Ready for the comparative safety of the circle. Yeah. Cork is just covered in his own blood. So, vampire number four, who is the very attractive, slight, fair-haired vampire. He's going to disengage from Pebble and power back through that wall of spirits again. Do I get an attack of opportunity or no? no he, he disengaged. Oh, he disengaged. Okay. You'll be happy to know that he blew that wisdom saving throw, so he's taken a whole lot of radiant damage again. Nice. Yeah. More like Father MVP. And then he just runs off into the darkness. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, he wanted none of that circle of sunny ghosts. Okay, great. Nice. Number five is going to push in to Pincer Rictavio. Oh, gosh. Looking great for everyone, except for Rictavio, honestly. Nuzzle? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I, I guess I'm going to step across the uh, the border of our comparatively safe circle. Okay. And try to finish off vampire number six. Okay. 
Which is which is this one? Number six. Yeah. Which which vampire is he? The heavily tattooed vampire. Ah, right. All right. Uh, seventeen to hit. Yep. Hell yeah. Ooh, oh, not great on damage. So six thunder damage. Second attack uh, is a dirty twenty. Ooh. Bear with me as I drop my die and re-roll it. Uh, ooh. There we go. There's some max damage for 13 thunder damage. Okay, so a little miniature storm cloud concusses right in this vamp space, and we can consider him slain. Woo! Hey! All right, the tides! Basil is feeling so accomplished. Um, all right, hang on. So that was like five feet of movement. Uh, I'm going to start running over towards Rictavio to try to help. Okay, Rictavio manages to break out of the grapple. He is... You know He's going to stick it out. He's going to pull a cork. Yeah. And we got Isaac rolls another fireball out through the limits of the circle. He hits. So a nice fireball hits that huge linebacker vampire dead on. Pebble. All right. How's Rictavio looking? Um... Definitely worse for the wear of a vampire bite, but he's he's not, like, near death or anything. Okay. So, I mean, okay, who looks worse, three or five, to me? Definitely three. This may be deeply unwise, but we're doing better. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to Guiding Bolt uh, at first level, uh, vampire number three. Okay. Oh. So, that's going to... Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Just heal me. That's a nine to hit. Sorry, oh. no, that does not hit. Yeah. Well, too late now. Well, that's all. <laughs> God. Makes you feel like there, one of the ravens gets a critical hit on that same vampire. <laughs> oh. It's been a, just a really, really rough fight for Pebble. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> He turns his attention to Rictavio again. Oh, unfortunately, this time he misses him entirely. He's just not doing so hot. Borcoro? So first off, can people be mean to me? Because I totally forgot that I have extra attack, so I should have been attacking twice for every time I attack. I just assumed you were, and you were missing the other ones. What? No, I completely fucking forgot that I have extra attack, so... Uh, Unless the GM is super cool and it's going to let me uh, make up those. I would say maybe you can give a speech about looking at all your attacks and abilities literally before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, with that in mind, I am focusing on number three. I'm continuing to do arrows because it's the best thing I've got going for me. That is an 18. That hits. Eight damage. I'm sorry. That does 11 damage. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, this is all number three, by the way. I'm hitting number three. And here's my second attack. That is a 13 to hit. That's a miss. Uh, and at that point, Borkoro is going to straight up uh, let everyone know he is out of arrows. Just full, fully out of arrows? I have silver arrows, but I don't know if they were if they're doing any good either. Well, I mean, that's, some, that's something to shoot. But yeah, fair. For what it's worth... Joe, just shout out. Thank you very much for, for being on the honor system with your arrows. Uh, Cork? Hey, jeez, um, I really don't want to leave this circle. <laughs> uh, I don't and know. Don't. What, have, what have clowns ever done for us? 
Okay, can I, um, since I'm kind of by the edge of the circle, can I prepare a reaction that if one of the uh, vampires tries to enter, I can unleash an attack on them? Sure, yeah. Okay, I think that's pretty much all I can do slash want to do. Okay, Basil, you're up. All right, uh, so with Vorkoro's volley of arrows at number three, that one's looking worse, I assume, right? Yeah. All right, so... Basil's going to sprint up beside Rictavio, uh, like try to catch his eye and like get some some recognition that he is coming to help. But uh, I, when Rict- I assume Rictavio is far too busy. Basil's just embarrassed and tries to hit and still does. I think that's uh, 16. That hits. Yep. Love that. Uh, for seven thunder damage. Seven thunder damage to number three. All right. Seven thunder damage to number three. Second attack is maybe not going to hit. That's uh, a 17, actually. Uh, ooh, okay. And 12 thunder damage. Oh, wow. To number three? Yep. Okay. He falls to his knees. This is just a great day for Basil. He's yeah. barely hanging on. Like, what a turnaround from disappointing a father figure in Petrovich last session to just really stepping up his game. Rictavio disengages and books it back to the circle. Isaac is going to hurl, or at least attempt to hurl, another fireball. And, oh, he hits with that one. And with an incendiary cloud, vampire number three is slain. Woo! Woo! Hell yeah. Pebble. Okay, I am sacred flaming number five, deck save of 16. That is a fail. Hey! 11, 11 radiant damage. 11, wow. Guys, can you imagine if that's been hitting this whole time? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. if my radiant damage, if I didn't fail every single roll, this battle would have been a lot. I, I would love to see stats on this battle and how many times it actually hit. I feel like it's been like twice. Yeah, it's it has been ridiculous, but you know, I, I guess for what it's worth, you know, thank you guys for for being honest with your roles. I guess is what I can say. I, I know how. Oh yeah. Um, Coro. All right, focusing on number five, I am going to start using silver. Uh, I think Coro is probably going to turn to Cork and be like, "Do you know if silver arrows work on vampires as well as werewolves?" Or no? Okay, I'll just shoot with anyone. That is another fucking crit. Hey! Good things happening to medium people here. (laughs) I appreciate the honesty. (laughs) I don't know what you're going to allow here, but between the crit and my sharpshooter ability, that is 30. If it kills it, can I at least do a cool marriage? Sorry, 33-0? Between my sharpshooter ability, which adds 10, and my crit, which should double it, that is 30. Yeah, it didn't kill it. Motherfucker! I'm still, <laughs> I'm still happy. I, I hope it at least looks cool. I, and I still get another shot. So, extra attack. Uh, that one is only... Whoa, cool. Attack. You have extra attack? <laughs> that you know, that would have come in handy earlier. I'll, I'll admit, Basil, I was half-assing it for most of this battle. because, But, but I am not half-assing it. Right, so oh my god, did it I, hit? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a 19 plus 3, so that should be 21, hopefully. Okay. Uh, and that will do 21 damage. Sharp shooter, baby. Okay, cork. 
Still not fucking dead? Dear God, that was 51 damage. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, should I just run out there with my one HP? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really easy answer. So true. <laughs> Okay, hey, I guess I'll just Jake, keep you, waiting. You, you do you. If you think Cork would run out there, run out there. Leroy! Jake! No, just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, continue preparing and holding my reaction. Um, I can't heal anyone randomly with just, like, medicine checks, right? No. Is that just for stabilizing? Okay, yeah. Okay, so I'll just... Uh, I'll just chillax. Oh, I have and a crossbow. Like, what am I talking about? I have a crossbow. Yeah, I was going to say, is that something you could like throw or something? I have a crossbow. I forgot my crossbow. I'm going to um, chillax with my crossbow. So I'm going to... Crossbow and chill. Oops. That's uh, 17. 17 to hit. That hits. For, uh, oh, two damage. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot again. That is 16 to hit. Okay. Let's go. Woo! For eight damage. Eight damage, okay. The red-haired vampires runs away into the darkness. Oh! Hey! Hi, guys. It's official. Cork's a better archer than Borkoro. Yes! (laughs) Well, we we could all assume that, really. You think what's wrong? I will show you how good I am. I'm going to shoot this Isaac guy right now. (laughs) (laughs) You guys put this apple on your head. Yeah, wait. So the vampires are gone. Are we? Are we still in initiative? Well, um, the vampires are gone. Father Petrovich has not dropped his spirit guardian, so uh, it's a question of, and, and he's not really observing. He's just sort of bent in prayer. So he's the one you got to talk to about okay. what's going on. I will go up to. I mean, are we? Are we feeling like we're done? Whose turn is it? I mean, there's no vampires. Unless we want to fight the crows. <laughs> or we fight Isaac. Oh. The bad guy who kidnapped Irina. The, the bad guy that you assume kidnapped Irina. As far as Borkuro knows, Isaac has been the real puppet witch the whole time. We do know how Borkuro feels about puppets. And assumptions. <laughs> 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 All right, wait, so wait, who's, whose turn is it? Is we, yeah. that's, we gotta figure out how this goes. So if that's how, if you wanna keep it that way, if you wanna stay in turns, then next we got Basil. Okay. Um, I don't think Basil's picking a fight with Isaac right now, but definitely has yeah. some questions he'd like answered. Yeah. So I think Basil rushes back inside the circle. And it's like, do you guys see? I, I, to- I totally got him. I read about it. I just punched him and they went, oh, it was, oh, it was Sorry, it was Spe- spectacular. Spectacular. Sorry, sorry, just this, this is a big moment for me. I just, you, but you know what? This isn't about me. This is about all of us. Uh, good job, team. Very proud of everyone. Um, uh, F- Father Petrovich, I, I think, I think they're gone. I think we did it. Father Petrovich pulls up his head a little and he says, "I'm. I think I can. I can keep these guardians here a short while longer, just to make sure that that none of them come back. I can only keep them them tethered to this part of reality for so long." But I'd like to be safe before we, I think, I think that when it is time, we should go back to the church as soon as possible, where we at least have the protection of the, of the bones. I think that's wise. Uh, what is Isaac doing? Is he just kind of like standing off to the side awkwardly or is he um, Isaac engaging in the revelry? <laughs> no, I, Isaac, well, Isaac. Yeah, he, he doesn't is, seem like a guy that revels. He never revels. No. <laughs> 
Vorkoro, if we're no longer in initiative, would whisper to his companions, I know I didn't get to tell you much because we just uh, came here and then vampires attacked, but I just rescued Irina from a bedroom filled with Irina puppets. So Isaac loudly announces to nobody in particular, or actually he asks of no one in particular, do you hear that? Uh, Hear what? So as soon as he alerts your attention to it, now that you're no longer in the throes of battle, you hear the howls and yelps of wolves off in the distance. Isaac shouts, there are wolves at the gates. And he tears out of the circle. Uh Uh-oh. Best of luck, you do you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Rictavio and and Father Petrovich just kind of look at you guys and just be like, well, when should we move on? Now seems like a good time to get the fuck out of here. So Father Petrovich releases his spirit guardian. Thank you for your help. And that's when you're all going to need to make a saving throw. Oh, no. Of what kind? Why did you let them go? Yeah, what kind? Oh, wait, it's a, it's a line? Okay. So, um, Cork, Vorkoro, and Father Petrovich all need to make strength saving throws. Strength? Okay, so we, oh, so I... we just got hit diagonally by something. I don't, okay. I don't know what's happening, but I don't like it. Can it be athletics? Strength saving is the same thing. Yeah, but it's, oh, it's, yeah. I'm assuming a barbarian is oh, proficient yeah. in that. Ah! That's that's an eight. Ooh. Eighteen. Well, well, well. It looks like someone is stronger than you. That's what you get for trying to be an archer. <laughs> we'll arm wrestle later. You said eighteen? I got an eighteen. Okay, great. You all fail. Oh, oh, oh no. Are you fucking no. kidding me? A gust of wind pushes you all back in a line fifteen feet. Oh. Whoa! What the fuck happened with those ghosts? It wasn't the ghost from that same darkness into which the other vampires disappeared. Now steps out another, more familiar vampire to you. Oh, fuck. One thing about Barovia I never could stomach. All the damn vampires. <laughs> the one thing. <laughs> yeah, the rest of it's just peachy. So sad that now you got that. Let's continue. The tall figure is chillingly handsome but carries an aura of death and despair. The eyes of Count Strahd von Zarevich flash with an icy malevolence as he turns the palms of his clawed hands outwards. The unnaturally loud sound of his dark incantations reverberate over the thunder and rain, echoing off of the lake and the mountains. Pebble, it is your turn. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> um, what? All right, hang on. So ju- just so I understand the sequence of events here. Uh, all the vampires either died or ran off. Strozny runs off. Did any of us actually hear wolves? Like he said, he's like, do you hear that? Wolves and ran away. Did anyone? Yeah, yeah we did. Okay. Okay. Um, so he runs off. The circle drops and immediately our old buddy shows up. Yeah, I guess we've never seen Strauss and is Strauss he, in the same room. Is he giving us attack vibes? Like, is he... Was the gust of wind a spell or is it just he ran in so fast that he caused a gust of wind? He cast gust of wind. That was his That was his turn. Okay, so he, he came in and attacked us. But it didn't do damage. He just pushed them. Yeah, but he pushed us out of the circle. But there was no circle anymore. Yeah, the circle's yeah. gone. Okay, um, okay. Okay. I think he was fucking with us. We can at least say he was fucking. Yeah, but he didn't we know attack. That for sure. Well, I get 
it's it's your turn, right, Pebble? Uh huh. If you, if you would like to hold your turn, you're welcome to do that. Yeah, I will hold a sacred flame. So if he attacks any of us, I will hit him. Is that a thing I can do? Oh uh, yeah. Is that what you were going to do? I guess I don't know what. To... Like I. I don't think we can fight Strahd at full yeah. strength. That we are not at full strength. No, yeah, I have all I have is basically one cantrip. Like I don't think. Do we run? What? How, what? How do uh, Rictavio and Father Petrovich react to this? I mean, okay, if we're gonna do this by the book, then I guess you're gonna have to ready in action and hold it to see. Okay, I'll just I'll ready my sacred flame. If he starts attacking, I will. I'll, I'll hit him with it. And can I kind of slowly back away a little bit? Um, yeah, but you're gonna have to move accordingly. Yeah. Oh, I don't like this ambiguity. Okay, I guess that's my turn. All right. In a flash of movement, Strahd is suddenly standing next to Father Petrovich. Yep. Looking down on him, he bellows, my soul is so much charged with blood of thine already. Borkoro? I'm so, I'm so scared. It looks like you guys Maybe have a little bit of history, and I kind of feel like a third wheel right now. So I'm just gonna let you guys. Six seconds. Are you doing something or not? Yeah, I, I'm saying those fucking words, and then I'm backing away. That's okay. what I'm doing. All right, Pork. So you're just retreating. I'll just follow you. I'm on one HP. This is this is no good. As you run away, Strahd thrusts out a large claw-fingered hand and grabs Petrovich around the neck and slowly lifts him up off of the ground. I'm so happy that's not me. Time enough at last to end the death rattle of the once noble Petrovich bloodline. Can this count? That's me? No, that's Basil. Oh. Okay. uh, Yeah, it sounds like he's not here to just fuck with us. Sounds like there's some harm intended here, but only to Father Petrovich. Um... Pebble, are you are you reacting? Are you attacking him from this? Like, is that is that triggering your held action? I, I guess, but it's not like I'm not in my cantrip. It's gonna do jack shit. Like, I uh, I really enjoy that we have all been paralyzed by cowardice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess according to what I said, that it, it is gonna, <laughs> and I also. I also feel like in, in I I need you guys. Okay, I, I'm in the <laughs> with a sacred flame. Okay. He gets a dexterity saving throw, right? Yeah, 16. Oh my god. Did he fail? He rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You believe that? And he's dead, right? That kills <laughs> that I- kills him. And, and I, thus and I, ends the curse of strength. <laughs> I flick him. How much damage? Five radiant damage. Okay. <laughs> right, Strahd Stra just finished like slaughtering some other whole country and he's pretty uh, weak and he's <laughs> on his last legs, a little overconfident. And now he's dead. So we agreed though that that was a held action oh. after he attacked Petrovich. So I think actually Basil goes next. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can Basil try to have uh, like some silent communication with Rictavio next to him. Just be like, what, what do we do? What's going on here, buddy? What are we, what are we doing? Are we, what is Rictavio? Does Rictavio look prepared to fight or is he look prepared to run? Rictavio is as scared as you can imagine him being, but he's 
holding his ground. He still has his sword out. Again, this is theoretically all happening in the heat of battle. Nobody is waiting. This is all happening in the same six seconds. So if you want to spend your six seconds trying to talk to Rictavio, you can. No, I don't want to talk to Rictavio, but also, like, I don't I don't really want to fight Strahd, uh, but we, we just established that uh, Father Petrovich has some kind of... Uh, importance to at least basil and pebble as he was able to sway them to not run away oh yeah he's important to me for sure all right so can i yeah can i use my can i use my turn to try to talk to strad i guess do whatever you're gonna do yeah. uh, not a whole lot i could do other than uh be like hey, excuse me lord strad is, is is there something we, we can do to to balance out the scales here clearly you're upset we just we'd like to help oh my god <laughs> please, please, we're, we're so afraid of you. I'm just groveling <laughs> here. We can't fight him. No. And we don't want Petrovich to die. <laughs> the fact that he's like, he's making a show of this too. Like, it's, like he could, I feel like if he wanted to just kill Petrovich, he, he could have at any moment. Yeah, immediately. But instead, he like, he blew him back. He's picked him up. Like he's, he's making a meal out of this. Literally and figuratively. So, yes, so Strahd pulls Petrovich's neck, all with one hand, by the way. He pulls Petrovich's neck towards his mouth and clamps down with his jaws. Petrovich lets out this sort of horrified wail. Rictavio does manage to get in two hits with his long sword, but they kind of just seem to bounce off of Strahd. Uh, Pebble? Um, I guess Basil's pleading did absolutely nothing. So I'm going to Sacred Flame him again. Okay. Dex 16. That's a that's a pass. Fuck. Okay. That's all. Then something unexpected happens. Now now something unexpected <laughs> happens. Right, because because he because he just he just bit into the blood of what I'm going to assume is a saint. So I'm assuming it's gonna hurt him. With a sudden flash of movement, a human form slams into Strahd. It is Milovage, the gravedigger. He wields a shovel like a great club, his face contorted in rage. Even in the rain, it is clear that his eyes are clouded with hot tears. Milavaj has entered the battle. Oh my god, Milavaj! Buddy, no. <laughs> you have so many siblings to take care of. Strahd drops Father Petrovich and advances towards the 15-year-old hunk. Borkoro? Oh, it's my turn, yay, okay. Seeing Pebble attack Strahd fills Borkoro with a deep depression because Borkoro now realizes he has no fucking choice but to also attack Strahd because there's no way in fucking hell he would just leave Pebble. Everyone else, sure, fuck them. But Pebble's <laughs> probably not going to happen. So Borkoro is attacking with a silver arrow that he doesn't even know if it's going to do any fucking. Here we okay. go. Oh, come on. The first first shot is an 11. I'm assuming that's a fail. That's a miss. Second shot, on. Second shot is a 21. Does that hit? That hits? Oh, thank God. For 21 damage. Okay. I'm dead. I'm dead, guys. I'm fucking dead. Cork? <laughs> okay. Jeez. Um, how far can I shoot? Cork, you are a better archer than me. Finish him off. <laughs> Finish him off. <laughs> Range 80, so 
Yeah, okay, I'm gonna freaking shoot him. That's gonna be <laughs> 23 to hit. Okay. Okay, for three damage. <laughs> yeah. And then critical fail, and that is my turn. Okay. <laughs> um, Strahd is similarly going to grab Milovaj around the neck. Oh, he does it. Um, Basil. Oh. Out of curiosity, the arrows, did they actually stick him to Strahd, or did they ping off him like he was fucking made of metal? They didn't ping off of him, but he didn't react to them either. All right, cool. So he's just like, ah, arrows, I'll take care of those later. Might as well be mosquito bites. Basically, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna try to thunder gauntlet him. Okay. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. That hits. For six thunder damage. Second attack, 21 to hit. For 11 thunder damage. 11 thunder damage, okay. Uh. And I guess I'm gonna mobile feet my way back a little bit. Okay. Petrovich, now weakened from blood loss, attempts to hit Strahd with his mace. Petrovich is still alive? Petrovich is still alive, yeah. Barely hanging on. Oh, I thought he was dead. No, he completely whips with his mace attack, but he just shouts, you came for me, take me. Strahd does no such thing. He takes a huge, he basically just takes a giant bite out of Milovage's neck. And oh, look at that! The little boy's dead. All right. Oh. After after a few sucks, you see Milovan is not merely dead. His skin blanches to something like paper, um, and his eyes turn black as his body hits the ground. The joy with which you just announced this child's death. <laughs> oh shit! Strahd turns around to glower at you all. I welcome you again to Barovia. Then he turns into a bat and flies away. This motherfucker! What just happened? Can we run now? Can we run now? Let's get back to the church. Is is Milovage, Is he a vampire? Um, mm, is he still there? there? Is he still there? His his body is. Yeah. Um, Vorkoro, this this might be one of the few times where burning is a good idea. Okay, Rictavio shouts to Pebble. You, miss, please, make sure that you're helping the priest. Turns to Basil. And you, sir, will help me carry the body. Yes, of course. Should we not burn the body? There'll be time for such conversations. Now we must move. Now, I'm sorry. Isn't that how you get attacked by bodies that are not dead when you carry them? You know, go ahead. Basil, Basil, you go right ahead and carry that body. I'll... Look, man, a, lo- a lot has just happened here. I don't, I don't, I don't think we're all at a place to really just think about this right now. Let's just move. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll carry Father P. Uh, I knew, I knew Strahd showed up at other points. Like it, it wasn't just like we see at the beginning and then we wait till the end to fight him again, but showing up and just murdering a child for the fuck of it. I told you guys that dying is not the worst thing that you can experience in Barovia. You didn't believe me. <laughs> Imagine how Father P feels right now. At least, at least Father P is still kicking. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that was going to go down. I was leaving that one up to die rolls. I feel, I'm very tense right now. I feel <laughs> upset, carrying a lot of anxiety in my body. Uh, I love this game so much. So, the four of you, along with a bloodied Father Petrovich and Rictavio bearing the body of Milovage stumble up the high street of Velaki 
it is completely there and nobody is around as you push on to the church on the far side of town. Boy, this town seems really dead, huh? Eh? Rictavio gets it. Not, not the time for Coral. Let's, let's, let's save the jokes. As the church comes in sight, two figures approach you through the mist. As they come closer to you, you realize that it is, in fact, it is your old friends, the Wolf Hunters. Hey, guys. And where have you been? Fighting vampires. Oh, is that what was going on then? All of the town guards are at the Sunset Gate fighting off the wolves. An army of monstrous wolves came out of the woods and started attacking the gates. I mean, that sounds bad, but we were more concerned with the army of monsters inside the gates. No, I do not disbelieve you. I just mean to let you know that if, if the guards were not helping you, it's because they are preoccupied with the wolves. But now that Isaac has come to the gates, he is helping them finish them off. He relieved us and told us to find safety. That is good, because he was pretty much useless. <laughs> Let's get to the church. All right, then. Quickly. Go. Be somewhere safe. So you come to the churchyard, uh, Rictavio says to you, uh, Basil, you're helping him carry the body of Milovage, right? Correct. All right. Let's get him as quickly as we can into the churchyard, shall we? And um, your rather large friend, you could send him out here. He points to Cork. Oh. Okay. Let's go. I understand correctly. Uh, you are carrying with you an axe. Yes, that is correct. Now, if you would be so kind as to aid me, could you please use said axe to post haste remove this young man's head from his body? I hope I never have to say such a thing again in my life. Oh, that's all. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's do it. Thank you very much. I'm a little too pleased at this, I think. But also, <laughs> do I need to make any kind of uh, strength to see if I get a clean cut? I'm pretty sure that you're comfortable enough using an axe that you can cut the head off of a human body. I'm comfortable enough cutting the head off a human body with an axe. <laughs> this isn't my first rodeo. Um, cool. That is unfortunate, actually. But you got to do what you got to do around here. Having decapitated the corpse of Milovage, um, you all head into the church where Irina is waiting for you. And Father Petrovich ushers the uh the six of you i guess into his little study a room where at least uh pebble has been before i suppose um i suppose the time has come to discuss what is to be done yes we have a puppet witch a vampire other things we're supposed to go get some wine for somebody oh yeah the wine i think i think we could comfortably put that one on the back burner <laughs> for now what 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 just what just happened out there? Well, it seems that what happened was the festival of the blazing sun was interrupted by thralls of Count Strahd von Zarevich. Does that happen often? I wouldn't say often, but for reasons that perhaps you now can appreciate, it is a constant fear at the front of the minds of everyone in this town. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, and as far as you're all concerned, it has deeper significance. The Morning Lord has blessed you with this. I am quite sure that no one in town will be leaving their homes for at least a few days, but it will only be a few hours until Isaac has mustered enough guards for the steady patrol. Fair or unfair, the people of Balaki will see that your coming to town coincided with a conspiracy of witches, but also an attack by Strahd's thralls. I think it best that all of you find a way to leave Balaki for at least a few days. Perhaps take the time to get this young woman to some place where she really will be safe. Okay. When is it that we could take her that is safe? Because 
I just rescued her from a house where she was bound and gagged in a room full of puppets that looked like her. Yeah, by the way, that Isaac guy, he's the puppet witch. He's been making puppets of Irina, and he's got a weird collection of them, and she didn't let me burn them down. <laughs> so now so now those puppets are probably, like, voodooing her. Irina, would you like to speak on your behalf here? I, I do not at present feel that I have the privilege to speak on what happened to me in the matter. I think that, that Father Petrovich is right. Now, it was always the desire of Father Danovich back at Barovia that I make it even further west to Kresk. Supposedly there is a there is an abbey there, it is a hospital. He thought that would be the best, the best place for me to find sanctuary from von Zarovich. I, I remember him speaking of this, he's but he spoke of it as if it was a, a myth, like, like a, a legend. Uh, Father Petrovich answers that question. He's like, Well, very, very few people ever have the feel the safety to travel beyond wherever they happen to build a life in this land. So it's not to be very far away. And if it is there, it at least once upon a time was definitely not a myth, but it's easy to believe that Danovich himself has not at least in years been able to travel so far away from his home to confirm that it is there. Such are the dangers of the Spalich woods. But frankly, with what happened today, at the very least, this young woman is not safe here in Milwaukee. And leaving behind the bones of St. Andrew? for this potential hospital is is do we think that's a wise move i'm not saying i'm totally against it i'm just we, we we came here because we were told that this church would be a haven um irena answers well it was my brother who wanted me to come here he knew that he knew by reputation that father petrovich was from a noble family and that was very impressive to him but if both danovich and petrovich think that moving even further from the shadow of castle ravenloft would be safe that is at least what I plan to do. I have no right to demand or even ask that you accompany me, but I will be traveling west. No, that, that makes sense. And especially if this uh, Isaac Strasny was the one keeping you captive, it, I, I doubt the bones would hold him out as well as the vampires. Yeah. When you say that about Isaac, she does something with her eyes. She like makes sort of a weird facial expression, but you really have no idea what it signifies. Can I, did I notice it? Yeah, but I'm going to say, regardless of your insight, yeah, you're not really sure what she's thinking when Basil speaks of Isaac, but she's thinking something. Okay. I mean, I know what it signifies. She's creeped up by all those puppets. So I, I, I think we're all in agreement that we need to leave here. I, I, I worry that we sh- shouldn't ever come back because it seems even... If uh, we do disappear for a little bit, if the village has already come to associate us with these terrible goings-on, then well, our disappearance might even seem even more suspect. You are right. We should burn down the governor's mansion and get the fuck out of here. I, di- I didn't say that part. Given what you have done for us today, it is my sincere hope that at some point you are welcome here again. I can and will do everything in my power to make sure that calmer heads prevail. But that will be no quick thing. Yeah, um, of course. Perhaps if you find yourself needing to travel back eastward past Velaki, there might be a way that we could communicate perhaps with the aid of the wolf hunters or should it come to it, even the Vistani. But no, I think you should at least stay away for a short while. The um, the commitment we made to go check out the winery, is that also to the west or is that elsewhere? We were told it was several miles to the west out of Velaki. Yeah. Okay. But, at the specific end of the gap. Okay. But wouldn't we have to come back? 
We could send a message maybe via Ristani or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the very least, if if something's holding up the wine there, if we just clear it up and send it on their way, I think they'll Yeah, get the message. Yeah. The the last the last thing that I feel like we never really resolved here was following the ravens to Well, that's that's why we have to do the the wine oh, right. we we think we think that the ravens associate or are associated with um sorry well, I, I totally forget names. the names of those people yeah uh, but the ones who own the inn martikovs martikovs right yeah you're so right okay so this seems like the logical next step well speaking of ravens uh should we maybe unpack that whole thing where did those come from and who, what were those enormous ravens i mean one of them saved cork's life so true. Were those Martikov's ravens? I mean, that's just what ravens do, right? They're like really smart and they get really big. And uh, says the guy who skewered one for fun the other day. Yeah, I I thought it was evil. I have learned my lesson. Clearly, they are not evil. Uh, Father Petrovich, uh, Rictavio, any insight here? Is that a common occurrence here? Rictavio says, well, I am just as much of an outsider in these parts as you are. I certainly do not know of any lore attached to ravens. Uh, the Petrovich says, in fact, ravens are, um, in folk beliefs around here, considered to be a blessing. Woe to he who would hurt a raven, is the saying. Bezel glares at Vorkoro. Maybe that's why we had so much woe. I don't know. Oh, sure, sure. That's why we have so much woe. There's no other reason we have woe. We sure, had guys. increased woe yeah. post oh, yeah, skewer. No, totally. You guys are dead all right. Well, look, all, all I'm saying is that it's possible uh, that we all owe our lives I mean, to, to everyone in this room, but to those ravens as well. So Quite literally, yes. I, I, I'd like to, to pay them thanks, if that was possible, if they knew how to do that. Maybe I should maybe I should pledge my allegiance to a raven god now, because that's the, the latest factor that saved me. Why why don't you close your theological legs, Pebble? You're always pledging allegiances left. This is my you know, I've I've pledged to many gods and it's really just kind of uh, whoever did the last good thing kind of I perhaps you should focus more on what you can materially do in the immediate future. I suggest you stay here at least for a couple of hours to bind your own wounds and to relax and to rest, but then make way for the sunset gate at first light and find your way safely out of town by the time it is being regularly patrolled. Yeah. Yes, I, I think we could all agree to that. Can we squeeze in a long rest or are we, are we going short? You can definitely squeeze in a long rest. Uh, dur- during this time, Baz would like to pull Rictavio to the side for a conversation. Okay. And just be like, so... You seem to know more than you've let on. Like you, you, well, we were all panicking, trying to figure out whether we should burn the body or run away. You, you had a concrete plan to behead the young man. Is that something you've picked up in your travels, or is there, is there more to your purpose here? Every great storyteller has a past, and every clever adventurer has a future. I see. He looks at you like this is a perfectly satisfactory answer. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I kind of get it that he's saying he used to be an adventurer and now he's become a, a clown. So as, as one who has had adventures in the past, why Barovia? Why would, why would you subject yourself to this place to spread your stories? 
Well, I imagine that amongst the four of you, you realize that it is very easy for one to find themselves in Barovia without ever having any intention of going to such a place, without even necessarily knowing of such a place. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's actually makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. But you and the young lady of sweetness and cherry pie intend to travel west. Is that what I understand? Uh, that does seem to be our plan of action, yes. Right. Well, I should think that if it is ours to lay low, as one might say, we should not travel together. I feel I have business in Barovia Village that I have been putting off these past few days and shall therefore travel east, but I suspect it will not be long until our paths cross again and hopefully under far more pleasant circumstances. That seems unlikely, given everything we've all experienced, but I do hope those pleasant circumstances do find us. Any, any tips for traveling west? You seem to be a well-traveled man. I, um, I could try to be very clever here, but the horrors of the Spallet Woods seem to speak for themselves. Be careful. Be impeccable with your word. And uh, know who your enemy is. I don't, know, I don't know if that's as helpful as you think it is, but I, I appreciate the advice nonetheless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess that's, that's the end of Basil's conversation with him. Can I grab Father Petrovich quickly? Sure. Um, ex- excuse me, Father, you've done so much for us already. Uh, but before we part, I wanted to know if I could have some food. I, I cook for my companions when I can to help us stay strong and clearly we're going to need it. Uh, so some ingredients would be amazing if you have some to spare. I can exchange for money if if that is helpful. Well, I don't have much to spare, and now that Milivoj will not be able to take care of his uh, brothers and sisters anymore, I have I have less still. But I'll let me let me go go check my stores and see what I can afford for you. Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, at least I'm pretty low on rations at this point yeah so anything we could pick up would definitely be helpful how much rations do you have uh let me confirm that father petrovich is prepared to provide you guys with each with uh two days of rations but he does insist that you pay him the market value for them because ordinarily they would be going towards the poor and destitute of the Lockie, and he's he understands that you can't go buy them from a shop yourself right now but you know, they're not really for you. That seems yeah, fair. It's valid. Okay. Uh, we'll see. I, I've got some silver and some electrum pieces. Um, so, what's the the market value here? So he tells you that one day of rations would be two and a half gold, twenty five silver. Okay, and he's offering us eight days of rations total. Yes. Okay, so that's twenty gold. I apparently have no money, which I guess makes sense. I am also broke as a joke. Yeah, so I, I do not have 20 gold. <laughs> Let me... Oh! Where? Oh, I have 30 gold somehow. Whoa, okay. Um. So, if that's correct, I can... Do you want to split 10 and 10? Um, or I can do 15. See, an, an, an Electrum is half a gold, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay. So if I use 20 of those, that'll give me 10. So yeah, we can go, you can go 10 and 10. Sweet. Uh, and so, so everyone has two more. All right, so I have 
I have seven days of rations total now. Okay, so I'm gonna assume. Oh yeah, I see. Okay, I also have seven. And uh, Camille, you you weren't looking specifically for rations. Like you wanted things you could yeah. use your feet for. I wanted ingredients, which I've been having a hard time finding. But it seems like I'm not gonna get that here. I mean, here's what it comes out to. If you want to say that what he's giving you is food that you could prepare a proper meal with, that's fine. But the, the economic value, like the monetary value is going to come out to be the same. Right. So are you saying I can use the rations as the food I use to make my special food? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Amazing. Hell yeah. And they still count as rations or do they change to... Let's say that it's food. Theoretically, you could eat them as rations. You could just eat them raw on the go, but it's also enough various types of food that you could also do something special with them got it if you have the time and the inclination and you know training as a chef got it thanks uh while we were on the topic i'm desperately low on arrows and um perhaps there are some arrow riddled bodies lying somewhere around that i could get some arrows from well okay i i want to come back to that um before we do, is there anything else that anybody wants to try to any other business anybody wants to try to transact through Father Petrovich? No, I don't think so. Um, actually, during this this long rest, uh, can I try to like learn more about this potion that we got? And maybe Petrovich has some experience that, with that and could, you know, help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. I don't think I've got anything. Yeah, me either. Well, I'll make my. I'll make my foods. Oh, true. So, Basil, between you and Father Petrovich working together, you deduce that, in fact, is poison. Oh, good. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, do we know anything about the kind of poison? So, well, it's literally, it is a potion of poison. So it. it looks like a healing potion, but Father Petrovich slows you down and he, he says, no, they often disguise these things. And he concludes, no, that's probably a potion of poison. Okay. Okay, I'm going to mark down the potion of poison and that it's uh, disguised as one of healing. Um, okay, so we, well, glad none of us drank that. Um, did we, I forgot, did we do anything with the, because um, we had like a small jeweled box with like some gems in it, nothing fancy. Did we do anything with that yet? Did we sell that already? No. Okay. Uh, I, just, I don't know. Better off through, through Petrovich, we could try to exchange that. You could. He's encouraged you to leave at first light, and it looks like the town's not going to be opening up any for business anytime very soon. That so makes could, sense. Yeah. You can leave it with him. I think we'll just hang on to it. Yeah, we could use it to trade later. Okay. All right. So the next morning, Father Petrovich takes you through the misty pre-dawn to the western edge of Velaki, where he helps you to leave via a little sally port that's in the wall, probably specifically so that the town priest can easily escape if he needs to. On the other side, you find that the Spalich Road directly before the gate, Orkoro, is heaped up with the dead bodies of wolves and wargs, most of which have arrows sticking out of them. Look at this, it's like Christmas! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, how many can I pull from these slowly rotting corpses? Well, so here's what I want to say. The normal rule is, is that after a battle, you can recover a number of arrows equal to half of the ones that you shot. That half of them would still be intact, half of them would have broken at some point in the battle. So half of what you shot 
fighting the vampires, you can recover its equivalent from the wolves. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. And so we get to travel further west through the Scottish woods. You guys ready to go a little further? Wow. Yes. Yes. The enthusiasm just has. Yeah, no. Uh, look, we are emotionally exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> this game is just so I just feel constantly inept. Like I have almost never felt like I made a decision that was ultimately good to do. So, but I think that's just the point. <laughs> yeah, also like we it's also a combination of us being big time overthinkers and actually just making mistakes all the time. <laughs> On yeah. top of that, Pebble, you definitely notice that Irina seems really upset right now. Oh, okay. Can I do a little sidebar with her? Um, yeah, if you want. Are to. we? Are we in the church? We're like long resting right now, so we're just like hanging out. I think yeah, we're 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 gone. We're oh, we're, we're going. Out. We're on the road. Oh 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 oh! I completely missed that. Sorry. On uh, the road again. Oh, <laughs> speaking of uh, the resting. Mm-hmm. How does the loss of our max hit points function? Do we get it all back? Yeah, your max goes back up to full after a long rest. Okay. Neat. I I apologize. I have a question. This is kind of for the group because I couldn't remember. I had a puppet of Irina that I took. Did I do something with it when I was in the house with her or is it still in my bag? I think you still have it. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember if I did anything with it. All right. Okay, so as we as we walk, I want to look towards Irina and whisper, are you, are you okay? In the past moon, I've been attacked by a vampire. I have moved away from the only home and family I've ever known. And then I was abducted and for a day and a night bound and gagged and stuffed under a bed. It has not been a banner fortnight for me, no. No, I, I see that. Do you, did you get any information about why there's all these dolls that you were bound and gagged near? Um, no, no, I, I barely know what happened. I certainly don't know why. I was coming up from the kitchens. I was, I was filling the bath for the Baroness and uh, he grabbed me and pulled me down and forced me into a room in the house I'd never been before. I don't know exactly how long I was under there. He had me under the bed at least through one night, but he never slept. He just lay there talking to me through the bed. Who is he? We didn't properly meet. He was he was a big man with dark eyes and a shaved head, armor. His arm, his right arm was not right. Whoever that man is, as soon as he looked at me, I just sensed this intense, I don't know, it was, it was almost like, hunger he looked at me and all i could think of were those memories of when strad you know yeah i have seen this before no you uh, haven't yes yes i have he is he is what my people call a creeper he wants what he cannot have that is why he has made so many of these puppets i'm really profoundly uninterested in what you have to say about this if, if I might interject, Irina, uh, I'll, I'll just walk away with this fucking puppet. You said he spoke to you while you were bound. What did he speak about? Spoke about how I have to organize my notes better. <laughs> <laughs> Irina's vamping. Uh, <laughs> he 
he kept talking to me like we were old friends, like we'd known each other for years. He talked about running away and how he was going to take me somewhere, uh, somewhere we could be alone. But but I don't know. I don't think he wanted to hurt me, though, or to. I, I, I don't know what he wanted. Do you know where he wanted to take you? No, I have no idea. No. Can I can I insight check her here? Sure. I would invite other people to do this as well, because insight's not my strongest. Oh, sure. never mind. That is a natural 20. I also Ooh. got a natural 20. She is being 100% honest. Okay. Damn it. Well, I mean, I'm glad she's not lying to us, but damn it. <laughs> waste of waste of two perfectly good nat 20s. Um, okay. Um, do, does Arena know she was adopted? Do we, have we talked about that? I don't think so. You know that we haven't talked about it or she doesn't know? I don't know. Would you like to ask her if she knows she is adopted? I, I don't really <laughs> want to drop another bomb on her right now. No. So if, like, if that's not something that's been brought up before, then I think I'm just going to let sleeping dogs lie in this one. Yeah. Now. I mean, it seems like she knows just about as much as we do at this point. Clearly, there's going to be something we need to figure out about her, her true lineage here. Um, especially if Isaac seems to think they know each other somehow. Yeah. But for now, let's, uh, you know, that's, a, that's a mystery we don't need to solve. Anyway, she goes on to say, I am just mean to travel to Presque. If you would escort me there, I am in no position to deny it. But that is, that is my ambition. Of, of course, we will, we will travel with you. Um, we may need to make a pit stop along the way, but... You do whatever you need to do. As I said, I certainly can't say that I am more equipped to travel alone through the woods than I am with you. But you guys, it sounds like Irina wants us to fuck off. It's just that some of you seem to think that just because your goals are broadly speaking good, that it matters not when you do harm to other good people. And if that is the case, you might as well march straight to Castle Ravenloft and pledge your fealty to Count Strahd and offer me as a gift of homage. Wait, is that an option? We can do that? I think he's joking. I'm, I'm like 90% sure he's joking. Look, I. I know we have made mistakes and some people have gotten hurt, but we don't really, I, don't really see how we hurt anybody. But. Uh, you really should keep things quiet right now. We are, we are doing our best and we are, we are not ignorant of collateral damage. We, we have done our best to make amends when we have made mistakes, but we will, we will keep trying to do better. Well, that's all anyone can ask. As you're walking along, after about... A mile. The road takes you to an ancient wooden bridge spanning a murky stream and then dips down to an X intersection with branches to the northwest, northeast, northwest, and southeast. The lower half of a snapped wooden signpost thrusts upwards at an angle near the eastern elbow of the intersection. The top half of the sign, featuring arms pointing in four directions, lies in the weeds nearby. Uh, can we try to read the sign or what's, or what's left of it? Yeah, I mean, the sign, it's right there. It's just been sort of broken off of the, the part of it that's that's in the ground. So you can at least read where the four arrows are pointing on the sign. Okay. There are four arms. One points to Kresk and Solenka Pass. Another to Lake Baratok. Another to Balaki and Ravenloft. And the fourth to Berez. Okay. I'm going to need a, a little geography refresher here. I know, like, where we're supposed to take her. Which way is to the, the winery? You were just told west. Just, oh, mm -hmm. wonderful. 
Um, okay. Should we head towards Kresk and try to get some hints along the way of, because Kresk is what, northwest? Well, that, well, that's the thing is that the the top, the bulk of the signpost has been broken off. Mm. So you see where the four signs were going, but just looking at it, they're lying in the weeds. You can't know where they were pointing. So, I mean, it's either north or southwest. It's west. Um, or if you want to do some kind of like nature situation, try to sniff the trail. I, I would do a, a snail trail. A, a, a what? Trail sniff. <laughs> I said snail trail. Um, does, does Rena have any input? Does she know like where the, the rumors of this hospital say? More to the north or to the south? I, I really... To the west. That's all I know. I mean, do you think we could fix the sign? Is that an option? Is it like a puzzle piece? Can we just kind of stick it, see see the break pattern and try to pop it back on? Do you try to do that? Yeah, I'll try. Yeah, it looks like it's fairly easy to figure out how the two parts of the sign would fit back together. Oh, okay. I, for some reason, I thought like the sign was missing. I totally, I, I missed something there. That's 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 on yeah. Me. I guess I didn't realize the bottom of the sign and the top were both there and yeah. Okay, yeah. So let's let's <laughs> let's put the sign back together. So yes, it looks like it's fairly easy. So so that's something Pebble that you're doing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it looks like the two parts of the sign could easily fit back together. Because as you go to pick up the top part of the sign. You notice in the shadows of the woods a gaunt face grinning maniacally and surrounded by wild hair staring out at you through the mist. Do we recognize this face? No. Does anybody else see that? A gaunt figure with wild hair and bare feet bounds out of the darkness of the misty wood, landing on all fours, wearing a tattered gown of animal skins. It stops, sniffs the air, and laughs like a lunatic. The ground nearby is crawling with tiny twig monsters. Roll for initiative. All right. God damn it. What the fuck is this? Oh, that's a seven. That's a uh, I got a 13. I got a three. Irina gets the jump, pulls out her sword, and slashes at a few of the little twig creatures that are crawling around. Unfortunately, she misses. And then the mud-kicked creature jumps out with a staff of raw wood. She lunges at Pebble. Unfortunately, that's a critical hit with the staff. Can I ward and flare her? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, then that's a miss with the staff, yeah. Okay, awesome, thank you. Um, My turn? Yeah, then it is your turn. Okay, um, I am going to, you know what? I'll hit her with a, a guiding bolt. So that's gonna be a 27 to hit. That hits? For 12 damage. That was a lot of damage. Yeah. That's my turn. Pork. Perfect. So who's around me again? So it's this one individual who's hard to identify because it's covered in mud and wearing heavy pelts with a staff. The ground is also crawling with maybe a dozen little twig monsters that are working their way towards you guys. Yeah. So I guess I want to try to go up to the... Can I, can I reach the weird figure with while avoiding the twig monsters or do i have to go through those to get to the no i think yeah you, at least a few of them would be able to grab you as you try to move up to get in the melee range okay so i guess i'll shoot my crossbow then okay and that's gonna be a 14 to hit 
That hits. Sweet. Six damage. Six damage, okay. And then a six to hit. That's a miss. Okay, and then I'm going to, I guess, I'll go into a rage as a bonus action. Okay, Corcoro? Uh, yeah, I'm going to fire arrows. Here we go, here we go. That's a 13 to hit. That hits. Seven damage. And then second shot is 17 to hit. Ten damage. Ten damage. Okay, dazzle. Uh, okay. How many can I hit at once with a 15-foot cube? Pretty much everything, probably. Even with, without hitting any of my allies? Oh, no, I don't know about that. Because they all, uh, well, so... No, I guess they all sort of attacked within range. So, yeah, you could probably orchestrate it so you could hit at least the majority of the twig creatures without hitting them. Cool. I want to do that, then. Gauntlet starts glowing a big burst of sonic energy for a thunder wave first level uh con saves uh versus what uh dc 15 okay fail fail <laughs> fail pass fail sweet uh well not a ton of damage that's just six thunder damage but they're all pushed 10 feet back okay anyone who anyone who fails so sonic blasts and a whole bunch of them are pushed away Hooves clatter along the wooden bridge behind you when soon a horseman gallops into view. His face is obscured by the hood of a brown cloak. His coal-gray horse has a splash of white on his face, making it look eerily skull-like. Without a word or doffing his hood, the rider levels a crossbow at the mud-covered figure, discharges a bolt directly into the meat of its calf. It screams and falls to the ground. The rider then makes its second attack, and it shoots. And with a critical hit, it finishes off the mud person, the various twigs are clawing their way back into the undergrowth at the sides of the path. Fucking hate this place. Uh, I think Basil just kind of awkwardly waves to the rider. It's like, hey, hello. <laughs> the road clear again, the rider tosses back the hood of his cloak, revealing the scarred face of an otherwise handsome and imposingly tall Vistan. Oh, mm. He's back. Ar- Aragal? Is that this guy's name? Yes. Okay. Look at me, taking notes. Oh, uh, Aragal. It's 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 good to see you again. Quick question, what just happened? Who who was this? One of the wild men of Mount Gakis. They're violent warriors and wield an ancient black magic. Oh. He nods to court. You could be taken for one yourself. In fact, I think people have said that to him before. That that's starting to make more sense mm. now. Doesn't surprise me at all. So he- hello. We were we were told you would find us at some point, and here you are. It was the four of you who very nobly rescued my niece Arabelle from the old bone grinder, as we are wont to call it. Given what you have sacrificed in coming to these lands, the reward you were given seems a paltry return. To satisfy my conscience, I feel the least I can do is allow that you understand your miserable fate. I mean, understanding our misery is pretty close to the top of our to-do list, so explain away. Now that you have come to this accursed valley, you shall never be able to leave. Those who try invariably choke to death on the poisonous mist that encircles Strahd's domain. So I'm not going to lie, that's not the best news you could have given us. Was it? I mean, I didn't think our fate was good. Yeah, like I, I, I did, I got the impression that leaving was difficult. There is more. But I didn't know it was like choke on the mist. Oh, there's more. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Even in death, you shall never escape. The souls of those who die in Barovia are believed to be reborn here or are damned to wander forever in some undead form. What the fuck? You're right, that's worse. That 
What the fuck? Why did you even bring us here, you crazy, tall, ugly-faced fucking... Yeah! Yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of the, the man we all have in common. What is our... You know our fate, but... What? Why us? Strahd has been prisoner in these lands for over four centuries. He has seen the same souls born and reborn myriad times. He knows every inch of these woods and mountains, and he rages at the monotony. You were brought here at his want to serve as a diversion for his predation and a respite for the common folk. He might, had destiny followed a different course, have already grown wary of you. But now that you seek to move this young maiden, he gestures towards Irina, from her home below the pillar, his eyes are fixed inexorably on your every move. So we're his entertainment. Well, you were that at least. Now you are also his quarry. Mm. That's, you keep saying things and they keep getting worse. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I guess I'm glad I know, but I'm also not. Just, you know, who are you exactly? You, you come here with this knowledge. You tell us all these stupid, fucked up things that, could be lies, I hope. Who are you exactly? Yeah, I guess we I guess we should insight check the things he's saying. That's a believe it or not, another natural twenty. I don't believe it, but no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be pretty honest. In in response to that question, who he says, I am one who is bound to Strahd in servitude. So it so it was you who who lured us all here. Yes. Simply because he asked. Yes. The Vistani alone are permitted by Strahd to come and go, a privilege he grants out of respect for the ancient alliance between him and our people. Our fate is intertwined with his by blood oaths, the breaking of which we fear more than the devil himself. I serve him out of an ancient obligation. To defy those pledges would be disaster not just for me, but to all of my kin and my people. I cannot bring that destruction upon them. So, if I shot an arrow into your eyeball, would that stop you from trapping other people here in the future? Well, even if you could do such a thing, if not me, then someone else. It does feel kind of like a next man up situation. Yeah. You're lucky I need to keep my arrows. So, the the reasons you you brought us all here, those were all bullshit, right? There's, there's no powerful gem of agriculture there's no of course there is no powerful gem of agriculture look i just i feel like i need to do my are due you, diligence are you, here. Did, are you seriously asking i just i need it i need to i you know what we, you'd feel pretty silly if it turned out that there was such a thing and we just totally ignored ever it ever the optimist ever the optimist as what you probably should take away from this in addition to knowing that now you are bound to the land of barovia body and soul strad's fixation on you begins and ends with your alliance with this woman. Strahd has taken many consorts over the centuries and pursued more still, falling in and out of love with the change of the wind. But my kinsmen who make their camp within the castle walls and by the pool in its shadow tell of his obsession with this woman and a thirst that is not slaked but grows more profound with every encounter. Do you know why her specifically? I do not. Is she cursed? I do not know. Uh, I, if I might hazard a guess, you, you spoke of the same souls being born and reborn in this land. Might it be that his obsession with Irina here 
is one that transcends lifetimes? It is certainly possible. Even then, it is not in his character to be so consistently enamored with any individual, but I am a servant and I obey. It is not mine to reason why. It is only yours to do or die. One might say. Into the valley of death rides all of us. <laughs> well, thanks for the depressing fucking news. I don't know if there's anything else you want to ask him. Could you could you give us like a, a bottle of wine or something? Like anything? Yeah, like a, 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 a pick-me-up would be nice here. If I had such a thing to give, I am deeply indebted to others far more important than you. Oh, you... Oh, my God. I hope he rides away soon, because I'm itching to shoot an arrow into his face. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're not going to ask him about... Okay, well, then, if you're not... Uh, oh, 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 hang oh, on, guy, hang on. Guy, we're, we're, not, we're not done yet. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking through the notes, making sure I have everything we need. But, yeah, Camille, you... Um, we came to your camp at one point, uh, you know, when we actually saved Arabelle, looking for a dusk elf that lives among you. We wanted to help him in some way, but we have yet to find him. Do you know where he is and how we could find him? In my own travels beyond the mists, I had come to conclude that there were no other dusk elves in any other realms what had you looking for one so specifically? We were told by a, a tarot, tarot card reader that we could get some help if he helped, if we helped him. Of whom do you speak? What is his name? Uh, I'm trying, Ma- Madam Eve. Madam Eve had told us, but what, no, what is the name of the guy? The, the, Casimir. Casimir. Eva is a wise and powerful diviner, but secretive even amongst her own. I would be suspicious of anyone who claims to know her mind or her motives, but it would be equally foolish to dismiss her out of hand. As for Casimir, well, the Dusk Elves have lived in the hills outside Velaki for hundreds of years, but speak little even to each other. Casimir is a strange one, even for his kind. At saying this, Saragal's eyes flash towards Basil, realizing a little too late his insensitivity. But he continues. <laughs> Casimir asks many questions, but rarely answers any. He often goes on sojourns to distant corners of the land, gone sometimes for hours and other times weeks. Of course, when he offered to search for Arabelle, I did not refuse his aid, but it doesn't surprise me to think he lost interest and wandered off on his own errands. That this Aragal seems to deliberately stop himself from speaking, but the look on his face speaks his opinion of the elf. He is a useless bitch. <laughs> well, if you come across him, does he have the same capabilities to find us that you do? I Should I be given any reason to communicate with him? I will have no problem alerting him to the facts that outlanders are searching for him. Whether that's a fact that will be of any interest to him, I do not know. Specifically, outlanders who wish to help him. Yeah. It, it, it was foretold to us by Madame Eva that he would be an ally to us after we were one to him. Such as it may be. Of course, if you're telling me that you seek an alliance with Casimir to stand against my lord and master, Count Strahd von Zarevich, that is another matter altogether. Understand that I give you this information as payment for a debt of honor and nothing more. My allegiance is first to my people and by extension to Strahd von Zarevich. Do not take these warnings to mean that I am your ally. Henceforth, I will continue to serve Strahd 
whatever that means for you. Of course, we 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 have made no specific plans. We simply were told that, look, you've you've kind of got us in a bit of a bind here, and we we could use all the friends we can get. So, if we were told Casimir would be one to us, it's not something we can refuse. We're all in a bit of a bind. What will unbound one is not necessarily of interest to another. And having said that, he rides away back eastward into the mists. Yeah, that guy really sucks. <laughs> like, I get it. It's not It's not totally his fault. But, like, oof. I don't know. I'm feeling a lot of fault here. What, what do we do, though? Like, am I stuck with you forever now? Like, uh, qu- quite literally, yes. <laughs> Believe me, the, the thought occurred to me as well. You know what? No, we only have one choice. We gotta fucking kill Strad. I don't know how, but we gotta find a way to do it, guys. Yeah. Who's with me? Woo! Yes. <laughs> Basil did grudgingly raises his hand. Look, it's either that or you're literally stuck with me for all eternity. <sighs> Why do you put it that way? All right, here we go. Heading east. East. I'm sorry, heading west. Dearest okay. <laughs> <laughs> apologies. No, I, I like to imagine we're like, let's go. And we go back the way we came a little bit. And then we're like, this is the way we were going. <laughs> we're like, well, we got to kill Strahd. Might as well go try it now. Back to Ravenloft. <laughs> uh, no, okay. So I, what does Arita, th- what does Arita think about this? Because sh- we were just told that like, Basically, Strahd brought us in to be his playthings and would have gotten bored of us already if we hadn't started allying with Irina. And I don't know what's worse, to uh, to have Strahd's attention or for him to just be done with us. That's very true. Uh, definitely having his attention is worse, I think. I, just, I, I worry that if uh, he decides we're no longer amusing, we just die. Right. That is yeah. True. Uh, so, Irina, much like we are stuck with Vorkoro, it appears you are stuck with us. Yes, yes, it does. Why did I get singled out there? What the fuck? You know why. Oh. You know why. You'll get used to it. I did. It appears we're going to have to. So, having fixed the signpost, or at least having sort of arranged it so that it, everything's pointing in the proper direction, see Kretsk and Solenka Pass to the southwest, Lake Baratok to the northwest, Balaki and Ravenloft to the northeast, and Barretz to the southeast. What what is the Barest? What is the what is that? Do we know have we heard that name before? B-E-R-E-Z. No, I don't believe you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and Baratok is the lake under the mountain. It's um, it's a lake. It's a oh yeah. Well, under Mount Baratok. Um have we been there? That's is this not is that where we rescued the drowning child, or is that a different one? Um, I'm not sure that you know. I'm I'm genuinely unsure as to whether or not that lake was ever named for you. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I mean, because uh, we we do need to check out a mountain lake at some point, but I think we just keep going along Arena's path here, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, let's do it. Go team. Mm-hmm. Walking for about another two two and a half hours off to the south, high above the river valley, juts a quiet promontory upon which looms a sepulchral mansion. Its turrets capped with fairy tale cones, its towers lined with battlements. A third of the structure has collapsed, as is part of the roof, but the rest appears intact. A dark octagonal tower rises above the surrounding architecture. 
Out of the fog comes a distant peal of thunder, quickly accompanied by the howling of wolves in the woods below. But the house stands silent, seeming like this fossilized remains of some long dead thing smote upon the mountainside. Spooky. Mm-hmm. What do the remains look like? Well, uh, granted, at this point, they're still like maybe a mile away through the woods. You just sort of see this off on a, you know, a promontory of the lower slopes of Mount Caucasus. Okay. This this wouldn't perchance be the Argonvost ruins, would they? It's a reasonable conclusion to draw. Uh, all right. Well, Basil's going to remind Vorkoro of that story. Yeah, for sure. All right. If I am prophesied to be the great hero that finally brings Strahd to his end, let us continue. You know, ordinarily I would take issue with that statement, but I think irrational confidence is really the best we could do for now. So <laughs> I'm going to let you have this one. It's all we have, really, at the end of the day. So, so what are we doing? I guess we're heading towards those ruins. Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. This is our first step towards defeating Strahd. This is our second step towards defeating Strahd. These are our third and fourth steps towards defeating Strahd. Just keep that. You could stop. You could stop counting now. We the point made. So you're just you're just bushwhacking through the woods up the up the mountainside. Let's do it. Yeah, I think we all have something to chop through the foliage. Okay, you you guys know that Irina's there, right? <laughs> Come on, Irina. She. We told her that we were. We told her that we had to make. Might have to make a pit stop, and this, this is a pit stop. Okay. If look, if she has some objection, she can voice it. Otherwise, we want to go see these. It's like a field trip. Remember when you were a little dragon spawn just hatched? We we maybe don't have to go fully explore these ruins, but like it should definitely, you know, take a peek. Oh yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I'm a little wary because the last time we explored something that was ruined, it was peopled by witches who almost killed us. Mm-hmm. But everything is dangerous. We can't take a fucking walk. So yay. All right. So seeing this large structure just off south, you head off the road due south into the woods um, to head up the mountainside. Shortly after you step off the trail, a snarling wolf the size of a grizzly bear steps out of the fog. See other shapes lurking behind it. Oh, a wolf the size of a grizzly bear. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, wonderful. Is this a werewolf, Kirk? Uh... There's only one way to tell. I Silver arrows, it is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I attack, but I guess we have to roll initiative first. Well, I'm keeping your initiative from the last time just to save us some time. Cool. Nice. But what that means is that actually then the uh, wolf monster is going to attack first. Nice. I, I, yeah, I don't know if we need to keep the same initiative. <laughs> I'd be cool if we roll it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we rolled pretty poorly on that one, so yeah, maybe... Maybe a refresher. Oh, shit. it lunges at Basil with the critical hits. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, a giant grizzly-sized wolf comes crashing down on your elf friend, blasting through his armor, dealing a total of... Two damage. 16 <laughs> piercing damage. Oh, neat. I'm also going to need you to make a strength saving throw. Ah. Uh, 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 okay. Basil, don't die. You'll only come back. Uh, that's a uh, 18. Okay, so you resist being knocked prone. Woo. Uh, five more. For a total of six, direwolves step out of the woods. Pebble, you are up next. Okay. I am going 
two. Say so there's you say there's six of these things total. Yep. Ha. Okay, I'm gonna channel divinity, radiance of the dawn. Okay. Um. So all of the uh, are they are they all within thirty feet of me? These wolves. Um. Yeah, we can say that they are. Um. Okay. So everybody makes a Constitution saving throw of DC sixteen. Okay. Wolf number one fails. Wolf number two fails. Wolf number three fails. Damn. When you guys were rolling all those 20s, this is getting weird. Wolf number four passes. <laughs> wolf number five fails. Wolf number six passes. Okay. Wait, are all these wolves as big as grizzly bears? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're enormous. So the <laughs> ones who failed take 16 radiant damage. And okay. the ones who pass take eight. Okay. Pork. Uh, can I attack one of the wolves that have been that failed so are more injured? Yeah, actually, the one that attacks uh, Basil, which is then closest to the to the group, was was hurt pretty badly by that spell. Perfect. So I'm gonna go up to that one. Um, I'm still raged, actually. No. No. Uh, I guess I. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna rage then. I love the idea that Cork doesn't realize when he's enraged. <laughs> well, he's like, oh, I'm so angry, and, and Pebbles like, actually, you've been angry. I'm like, always... now I'm angry. <laughs> well, I raged right at the end of my last turn, so I was thinking maybe it carried over because I didn't attack. I don't know. But he I just guess... punched one of us with every step to stay in a rage. Yes, from the last battle. <laughs> I'm chewing on the inside of my mouth. Um, so I'm going to attack him with my great axe. Oh my god, that's a crit! Hey, hey. hot rolls today. Yeah, my god. Uh, I rolled medium, so that's 10 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to attack again. Dang it, I rolled so shittily in damage. And that's going to be a 22 to hit for 7 damage. With 2 quick slashes of your great axe, you push this wolf off of Basil. He's now pretty hurt, but his ally is going to come over to you now. Lunge at you with a... Oh, that almost certainly misses. Yeah, 10 doesn't hit, does it? No, no, yet. Jay, which rage are you, which rage are you doing? Um, I'm I'm doing the uh, my classic newt rage with the tail. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm starting to wish I had wings because now I'm a little bit more of a crow guy. Does a uh, 19 hit? Uh, yeah. Yes, okay, so then even though the second wolf misses, the third one grabs you. Eh, not too bad. Uh, seven piercing damage. Jay, hit even with your reaction? Oh, well, so, so true. If a creature hits me with an attack roll, you can use a reaction to swipe your tail. I also might have resistance to piercing. You do if you're up, if you're raging. Yeah. So I have resistance to piercing as it was, and then for my reaction, if the creature hits you with an attack roll, you can use your reaction to swipe your tail and roll a d8 to apply that to my AC. Oh, so I and he rolled a 19, so I have to roll a four or higher with a d8. Um. Thanks for reminding me. And it is a one, so it still doesn't help, but I have the damage to, um, he, he did eight damage or seven. It was it was uh, seven, yeah. Seven, so that halves to four or three? Three, I think. 
Does it for damage it goes down? Yeah, you always round down. Okay. So then I'm gonna need you to make a strength saving throw though still. I'll do that. Twelve. Twelve. Oh man, no, that wolf grabs you and pulls your leg out from under you. You are not which I believe means that attacks against you are advantage, are they not? Uh that might be correct. Okay. So there's there's a fourth wolf or a third wolf? Fourth wolf. <laughs> the fourth wolf jumps on you with a twenty-two to hit. And again does seven piercing damage, which halves to three. Piercing damage halves to three. Not bad. And then the fifth one is looking at Pebble. Alright. Oh uh, misses. Borkoro. Uh, is anyone currently being attacked, or does anyone look worse? Like, is Brian still in the jaws of a wolf, or is Cork in the jaws of a wolf? Cork, yeah, Cork is, is prone. I am prone. All right, so I'm going to attack the wolf closest to him. Okay. All right, so uh, silver arrows. Okay. That first one is 17. 17 to hit. That hits. And the damage for the silver arrow is 20. 20. Yep. Okay. Love that. So do I. Why? Uh, second one to hit is only a 10. Does that actually hit? No. Yeah, all right. Second shot missed. All right, Basil? Okay. Um, How many of these wolves can I hit uh, with a 10-foot radius sphere uh, and not hit Cork? Uh, Probably three of them because the, there were four that attacked him. One is, like, still right on top of him, though. So if you hit that fourth, right. you can hit Cork as well. Don't want to hit Quark, so I guess I'll try to hit all the others with a big sonic blast of a shatter. Okay. So I need some con saving throws. Fail. Damn. Fail. Nice. In the pass. Okay. Uh, that is 17 thunder damage. Okay. Or half on a pass. Okay, one of them is completely obliterated. The other's in a really bad way, but the third is still up and kicking. All right, and I guess I want to I want to move right in beside those wolves and try to draw some attention away from the downed cork. Cool, then another one is attacking you. Neat. Okay, 21 hit. Yeah. So grabs you for 10 piercing damage. And again, he's going to try to drag you to the ground, so I need a strength saving throw. Yep. Okay, this was a bad idea. Immediately regret it. And yeah, I'm down. Oh no, like down, down? Not like, uh, not unconscious. Oh. No, no, not unconscious. Like I, 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 I dragged to the ground. Uh, I'm not looking good, though. Irina tries to push that wolf off of you, but is not able to do so. Pebble. Okay. Uh, okay. So if there's is there a um, there's a wolf on Basil? Yep. And I think there's one on Pork as well. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. So I'm going to Scorching Ray at a second level. So I'm gonna hit. I'll, I'll send two of the rays because I get to create three rays of fire and hurl them at targets within range. Um, so I'll send two at the one that at the wolf that's on Basil and one at the wolf that's on Cork. Okay. So that is going to. Oh my god! I crit failed. Oh. Oh my god. None of them. Um. That is my turn. Oof. All right, Cork, you're on the ground. Okay, I like to try to get up. Do I have to make a strength check to get off? Is he, he was shot off me? You're not grappled, you're just- Okay, so I I get up. Okay, so I use my movement and I attack the same wolf that um, I was attacking previously. 
And first, I'm going to, of course, hit him with my great axe. Actually, the wolf that you were attacking previously, Porcoro uh, filled it. Oh, beautiful. So I'll go to the uh, second closest wolf. Uh, so the one that was like on top of you? Yes, the one that proned me to begin with. Sounds good. I hate that guy. Oh, that is a crit fail to a seven to hit. And second attack is a, yes, 18 to hit. That hits. For 12 damage. 12 damage, okay. You drop that giant grizzly wolf. Nice. Here we go. What it means that the two others just saw you kill their friend and they're coming after you. Try me. Is a 15 hit? Um, it does. However, I use my um, reaction and my armor class is 15. So anything I roll means that it does not hit. Score one for the newt tail. Yes. And score one for Brian for helping me utilize my character. <laughs> the next attack though is the uh, 25 uh, that one hits <laughs> so that's another 7 damage and another strength saving throw and have to 3 and my strength I'm feeling good about this time let's go Woo! 24 okay hell yeah push cool. him off me right, so there's 2 wolves left there are 3 wolves I'm sorry there are 4 wolves left <laughs> shit Okay, well, uh, optimistic I, there. I'm going to use my action surge this time around, so I'm going to be attacking uh, essentially a total of four times. All right, first roll. That's uh, 17. Against anyone in particular? Um, the one closest to Cork, I was thinking, would be the best bet, unless it looks like Brian is going to get his face torn off. No, I don't think so. But yeah, there's one that that he just or that just successfully attacked him. So yeah, there's one that's that's gentle to go after. Mm-hmm. And that damage is eight. Second shot, 15. Does that hit? Yeah, 15 hits. 17? Okay, that actually drops it. Oh, cool. Um, all right, what's Ooh. the next closest one? Because I'm action surging, so I might as well keep going. Yeah, there's another one that's near Cork. All right, I'm going to get the next one that's near him. Fuck. 10, so I miss on that one, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Last one. That's a 14. Does that hit? It does, yeah. Uh, 14 damage. Okay, that drops it. Oh, fuck yeah! I will wow! Take it. Whoa! Good job! I'm legless in this shit up in here. All right, Basil. There's two left. Okay, um, including the one that was on top of me? No, I think that one... Oh, that one got... No, still... that, right, yeah, well. that one's still up, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to stand up then, uh, and I'm going to punch this large wolf in the face. Okay. He said optimistically, that is another crit. Damn. Rolls today. That is uh, 11 thunder damage. 11 thunder damage. Wow. Uh, second one is a 23 to hit. That hits. Um, for 8 thunder damage. Okay. Uh, and then uh, disadvantage to attack anyone but me, and I want to use one of my defensive fields to give myself five temporary hit points. Okay. It's a little little energy force field around Basil's armor as he's just covered in blood and slobber. Hit misses you, Irina gets a hit on it, and then we're back to Pebble. All right. Um, I am going to, how many could I hit in a 15-foot cone from me? If I get, if you moved, you could hit both of them, but 
Um, would you be worried about hitting any of your companions? Yeah, I do not want to hit my companions. Yeah, so I don't think then that you can get them both in there because everyone's, you know, scrapping around, making melee attacks and, and getting knocked over. Okay, cool. So I will hit whomever is there. Can I hit one of them without? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm going to hit one with a burning hands. Uh, whoever is more hurt, unless that means I'll hurt someone that I okay. my ally. Um, so that's a deck save of 14. Damn, they tied, which means they failed. So All right, that's 13 fire damage. Okay, poof. Yay! Okay, there's one left pork. Suck it, wolves. <laughs> I'm going to attack, of course. Okay, that one misses. Try again. Yes. 20 to hit or 14 damage. And the final wolf falls. Yeah. Yes, we are badass wolf slayers. I feel like we really needed that win. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, this is our third, fourth, and fifth dead wolf on our way to kill Strahd. We're doing it, guys. <sighs> Yeah, ba- Basil also is just like it's just shaking wolf slobber and like desperately trying to uh, clean himself off. Yeah, to- totally. We're doing we're doing great. Uh, oh, oh, this is so this is so disgusting. Ah. He presses a button on his armor and it just kind of like whirs itself clean. All right, is that a good place to break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll pick it up next time with you guys trying to, for some reason, climb up a promontory of rock. So when you say it like that, it sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a secret, but okay. So yeah, we'll pick it up there as you guys trying to scramble up the foothills of Mount Cacus to get to what you soon to be the ruins of Argonvostholz. All right. Good session, everyone. And for everyone at home, thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this show as much as we've all been traumatized by it. If you have... Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blood on the Dice, and wherever you're listening, please drop us a five-star rating so more people could find us and share in our misery. In the meantime, keep your fingers crossed that our band of outlanders aren't making an extra stupid decision, and instead just a regular stupid decision. <laughs> All right, I would like to plug Seinfeld. Um, if you're not watching it, watch Seinfeld. It's really good. Hot take from Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and well, if there's nothing else. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.